Welcome to the talking heart, always connected though miles apart. Like the lotus flower grows from the mud, transforming pain into power, we rise above. I like to wake up before the sun comes up, and I do this as often as I can. There's a magical stillness, peace, and quiet in the morning. It's the perfect time to check in with myself when my mind is clear, to center myself, and to listen to my inner guidance. I have this little ritual that I do in the morning. I light a candle, make a cup of coffee, get cozy, and then I write. Some mornings, it just comes through like a stream. Not all mornings, but some mornings. And when that happens, I'm super grateful for that. I'm always seeking to understand, which at times I admit is on the verge of being compulsive. So a compulsive need to understand, to dive deep and to find out why. Why I behave the way I do, why others may be behaving the way that they do, why things are happening the way that they are. I believe that there are lessons in everything, and each time you're hurt or triggered, especially in a big way, there's a huge opportunity to dig deeper so you can grow, mature, and gain higher wisdom, a higher perspective. Some hurts in life trigger the deepest wounds within us, which allows us to revisit the initial pain in the present moment. And to heal it, we only need the courage and the will to feel. I was given this opportunity a couple of times within this past year, and although the opportunity was painful, and at first I certainly didn't welcome it, I now know that it all happened for a reason. I was dropped by not only one, but two of my best friends, and both of them I met when I was a teenager, and I was totally sure that we would remain lifetime friends. We had grown together, helped each other through many life changes and challenges, bunch of different transitions. We were even pregnant together. I really thought that we were solid no matter what. I thought our friendships were built on love, trust, and care for each other. And I truly believed that our friendships were unconditional and could endure the test of time. I really, really believe that. So as you can imagine, I was beside myself when both of these friends chose to end our friendship. They both ended up ghosting me despite my pleading with them to communicate. I was asking for an explanation, which I never received from either of them. In fact, one of my friends said that I couldn't even measure up to meet her minimum. Ouch on that. Super ouch. So they chose to avoid me and there was nothing I could do about it. At first I was in shock. Then I was extremely frustrated by their unwillingness to communicate with me, to tell me why, and to at least give me the opportunity to share my side and to use my voice. If I was at fault, I would have the opportunity to take responsibility, but that opportunity was not given. Then I became angry that they could be so uncaring, that our friendship wasn't what I thought it was. So the anger turned into grief and a whole bunch of sadness. I reached out one last time in an attempt by sending them emails, which I believe were reasonable, caring, and loving, but still I didn't get a response from either of them. I reflected and searched, and I searched and searched as to why, but I could not get an answer. So I looked at my role in these friendships and realized that I was the huge giver. I was always the cheerleader, the counselor, and the nurturer in these friendships. In fact, one of these friends told me shortly before she dropped me that I was too giving and too caring. I always made myself available anytime they needed me, but 
It's because I believe that that's what a good friend does. It dawned on me that I was constantly putting these friends above myself. And looking back now, that was taxing and emotionally draining on me. I found when it was my turn to be consoled and I needed these friends to be there for me, they did not put me as a priority as I did them. It was always on their time. So truthfully, these friendships were not reciprocal and they weren't balanced. I believe I was unconsciously being an overgiver out of fear of being abandoned and rejected. If I was loyal and always there and always caring, always available, then they wouldn't abandon me, right? Well, no, they did it anyway. This forced me to look closer at my deeply hidden abandonment and rejection issues and to rebalance my life and to learn to take care of myself first. The universe said it was time. The universe made it time. So up until then, I had put pretty much everyone in my life first, not paying any mind to myself or my needs. I would actually neglect myself quite often. Neglect my eating habits, neglect sleep, you name it. I was always neglecting myself to take care of others. But I had to stop doing this because it was depleting me. And I'm getting older and I have to really focus on this. And so to me, it was clear. It was very clear that this was about me taking care of myself. You know, in the past, I would have taken this personally. I would have condemned myself. I would have been feeling like I wasn't good enough, like I don't measure up, or there's something wrong with me. I would have been thinking that I'm always the one who ruins my relationships. You know, I blame myself for things that were not my fault as a child. You know, in fact, I blame myself for pretty much everything. And this can wear in your soul and your spirit. And this self-condemnation leads to low self-worth, self-hate, and self-destructive behavior. So it's really not good for you. I needed to make a change and to do it differently. So I chose to give myself grace in this situation. I also had to give up on the need to always know why. I had to comfort myself alone. I had to help myself through this with compassion and understanding for myself. I chose to be kind towards myself and to nurture myself through this. I've learned and grown so much through this experience. It's taken several months, a lot of tears, a lot of pain, a bunch of patience, but I have a new perspective, a new mindset now. I give what I have to give, and I make sure that my giving goes to me first, then to my children, then to my significant other. If I'm able to give beyond that, then I do. But if I don't have any more to give, I fill myself up instead of giving until I have nothing left, which is very unhealthy, extremely depleting. It's a vicious cycle that I've been stuck in my entire life. And it was time for me to jump off that ride. The ups and the downs, I just couldn't handle it anymore. I had to find a way to to balance my energy. I feel like I have much more energy for my loved ones as well as my art and my creativity, which I need to feel balanced and happy with my life. I do believe although we don't know now, perhaps we will never know, or maybe we'll find out later, the universe knows what it's doing and is always seeking balance. It's the law. It's the universal law of balance. I believe I was giving too much of myself and not allowing myself to receive from myself or others. And the universe handled the balancing of the scales for me. So I didn't even have to do it. It just happened. So thank you, universe. (laughs) I know not everything works out as we hope or imagine. And that's okay, too. And sometimes these painful occurrences happen to lead us back to ourselves, to teach us a healthier way to live and to look at life. And I'm grateful for the universe and all the lessons I'm able to extract from these experiences 
And I'm grateful to these friends who dropped me because I learned a lot from my heart to yours. Sending love. Mm-hmm.